Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Dare Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us your written, your written Lord, Lord, Word, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for providing for us, Lord, giving us everything that we need, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us the interpretation, Lord, for everything that we need, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue to discuss the Word and and our study in the book of Acts. This morning we are covering Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 19. If you have not listened to the podcast or need a, a refresh of that scripture, I recommend that you pause the episode now and give yourself time and opportunity to read that and cover that section of scripture and then Come back and join us for the discussion. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. Now for the rest of us, we are going to open the floor up and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Um, Yesterday we had been talking about, uh, first the discussion started with Rhoda and her excitement and in that causing a delay in the plan of the Lord that that can happen to us now when we get excited after seeing a manifestation of the good things the Lord is doing. And then we went and talked about um, reigning in authority and choosing to finish the work that God has laid out before each and every one of us, um, you know, walking out our destiny instead of quitting and throwing in the towel early. And what caught my attention was Um, Going back to Peter, when the angel came to see him, he struck him on the side. He raised him up and said, arise or get up quickly. Not Peter, you open your eyes, rub the sleep out of them, scratch your head and wonder what's going on. Peter had to get moving or he would have been causing a delay in the plan of God. And his opportunity to be released from the prison to continue to do the ministry of the work would have been hindered and he could have missed it altogether. Therefore, Herod may have been able to, you know, end his life and he would have gone home to the Lord having half done the work that God wanted him to, or actually at this point, like quarter done the work that God wanted him to. And we as believers today wouldn't have all that we have in the written Bible to reference, to learn and to grow in our maturity in the Lord as the Holy Spirit guides us. So I wanted to encourage myself and our listeners that there, this is a two sided, um, destiny track there is we when god tells us to move we need to go quickly and do it as he says to do it and then when we see the manifestation don't get sidetracked with celebrating just the the small victory as my 
parents would say when we accomplish something don't start throwing yourself a party when it's something you should be doing every day acknowledge it but then continue pressing forward in the work that you're called to do so that way you actually have something to celebrate and then the whole host of heaven is waiting on the other side to welcome you home with a well done from your savior because you've finished all of the work and excellence in the way that it's supposed to be done when you went Amen. Amen. And in all things, we give glory to God at every every turn for things that are small and things that are big. We thank God for everything and in everything that he does for us because he's a good God. And we don't just stop there. You know, Peter didn't just stop right outside the prison gate and go, woohoo, you know, start throwing a party <laughs> right there. He went on to the destined, you know, to knock on the house and let everybody know he was okay. But then he also packed his bags. And after he shared his testimony, he testified of the goodness of the Lord and delivering him. And then he moved on to go to the next place. He didn't start throwing a party there either. So I, I, I recognize what you're saying. Amen. And uh, I thank God for that wisdom. Now, the, I do want to, I'll say, further discuss one thing, right? Oh, a couple things. You said it's a two-way street. Yes. The Lord's already done his part. And he's already planned out and mapped out predestined everything you will need to accomplish to fulfill what he has given you to accomplish on the destiny track he set for your life yes in the last episode we were talking about choosing right choosing to stand on the word both written and spoken for our life and to to accomplish that and the second part of that is well yes we have to choose right he doesn't force us to do it we have a choice in it. But the second part is also this. We must do it according to his destiny track, his plan, his will, and that includes his perfect timing. There are many times, right, we read in scripture and it just seems like it's one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, because they, they, the apostles or whoever it was, deacons, whatever we want to call them, right, our yes. brothers in Christ, in the Lord, they were quick to be obedient to the moving and leading of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. It doesn't always mean that it's a quick thing, but we must be ready to move when the Lord tells us to move, right? Jesus talks about this in Mark 13, right? Uh, it's really verse 33, but I'll read uh, 32 and 33. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on your guard and stay alert, for you do not know when the appointed time will come. Now, it says that multiple times in Scripture about being on the alert, right? Standing firm in the faith. It, it, Peter even writes about it in First Peter, right? Yes, he's speaking about it in the context of Satan, the adversary, rolling, rolling around like a roaring lion, right? Seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. But the enemy's only able to devour you if you're not on the alert. If you're not ready to go at all, which is the first scripture I read in Mark 13. He's saying be ready to go at any time. At any time. We have to live ready, right? What did the Lord say in Scripture? Make ready, what? A people prepared. prepared. Not a pe- not make ready a people that has to get ready, 
not not make ready a people that has to prepare itself after the time has already come and it's and that window is closing right i must go back all the way to to genesis 6 with Noah in the ark the time to make the choice and to prepare had already passed they had a hundred years to do it you're like well that's a really long window that's a lot longer of a window than what peter had right here yes yes okay but the lord knows so we must live our, our lives prepared completely in tune with the Lord and what he is saying and doing and leading us through his Holy Spirit. That is our role in it. The Lord's already done his part. Will we do ours? Will we be ready? Will we be on the alert that in a moment's notice, at a breath, at the twinkling of an eye, we are ready to move how the Lord is directing us to move? Whatever it is he says to say or do, how he says to say it or do it. In the moment he tells us to do it. Yes. And for as long as he tells us to say or do it. All of that matters and it demonstrates our love for him through our obedience, through our being ready. And I know that may seem overwhelming to some because it may not be like you've ever heard it before. But that's still what the Lord's looking for and requiring because that demonstrates our faith and our trust and our hope in him. So it matters to the Lord. That's exactly what he said he would be looking for when he returned. Will I find faith upon the earth? Will I find a people that are prepared? That are ready and willing to move as and do and say whatever the Lord says to whenever he says to move, do, and say. Amen. Amen. You got something from us? Yes. Okay, go for it. Okay, so the Lord remind me of how I'm say the first four verses where it's talking about Herod and how he was doing violence to the church. And so the Lord remind me of how that with this Herod that if you look later inside the chapter, that's also how he died. He died inside of a violent manner. Mm-hmm. And how that Everything that they sold, wait, who oh, remind me of? Oh. Oh, you're getting ahead a little bit. We're, we haven't read that section yet, sir. I know. He, he did say that. He acknowledged <laughs> that. He acknowledged, but it goes to his point right now. Okay. Go ahead. So what they sold. Lord remind me of James, I believe. James. I know it's a but James said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Mm-hmm. It's it, Galatians 6, verses 6 and mm-hmm. verse 7. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Wrong book. That's okay. Right. That's it. It's in the word. Galatians 6, verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Now, that can go on the good side or the, the not good side. So, if you sow to the flesh, you will of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you'll reap eternal life, right? Yes. Yes. Of the spirit, reap eternal life. So go for it. What else you got? And so the Lord showed me that that was the beginning of it. Then also when Peter was freed from prison, um, how it said that the angel struck him and said that the angel wasn't over here hitting him. But then when Peter didn't rise immediately, he kept hitting him. It said he struck him 
and was up to up to appear to be obedient to get up and continue on his way. <laughs> right. Um, Peter's um, account of us, he thought he was having a vision and the angel's like, stop dreaming. Let's go. <laughs> 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 Which Peter had had experiences having visions. And, you know, it also tells you that he was in, in a, a sense of rest and patience with the Lord. Um, when he had the previous vision on the rooftop that we were reading about in the previous chapter, yes, he was hungry, but he had brought himself to a settled place and was just communing and connecting with the Father and was available to see what the Father wanted to show him, what the Holy Spirit was showing him at that moment. And so even here in prison, chained between two people, he wasn't like wrestling around, you know, (laughs) trying to bust out of the chains. He was at a place of rest, which is also important for us. Um, Something the Lord has been ministering to me about in my, my personal life is faith and patience. You know, sometimes we think faith is being boisterous and active, you know, doing a lot of activity and and working and basically spinning our wheels, um, trying to move things forward because God told us something. So Peter knew that he wasn't supposed to be dying here. Right. He, He had that information and that knowledge because Jesus had already told him before he ascended to the father what his end would be. So he already had that word, but it didn't mean that he was being impatient with his faith. He wasn't taking his faith and trying to batter him, his way out of there, but he was at rest being confident in his trust in the Lord. Right? Yes. And so then like he was so at rest that the angel had to be like, hey man, come on, let's go. I'm not, this is not a vision. We're doing this for real. And then he was able to just connect and, um, you know, change gears, if you will, from being in that um, shalom that place of rest in the Lord, mixing his his faith with the word of God that was preached to him, that's entering the rest of the Lord, and then transition into the next phase that was it was time for, which was to get up and let's, let's he didn't say he ran out of there per se, but he moved out of there quickly. They booked it out of there and moved from the next process to the next part of the process. So with our faith, there's also, like you said, Layla, being in step with the Lord. If, if right now, it's time for us to be in shalom and, and mixing patience with our faith, waiting for the revelation of what God has already done or the revealing of what he's already done. Hebrews tells us that the work was finished before the foundation of the world. Our ministering spirits know what God has said concerning us. They're not waiting to get the message. They already know what it is. They're waiting on the right time and opportunity to carry out what the Lord said. All of it's been placed here in the earth for us. The, the land of Canaan, was the, it belonged to the children of Israel before they ever got to it. It was just time and season, and then their faith being mixed with what God had already said for them to enter in. So when we have faith, Peter had faith in God, but he had to engage his patience, which is, Lord, I know that at the appointed time, you will reveal what you've already done. You'll reveal what you've already put into place. And then once it was time for that new season, Peter didn't go, no, no, get out of here, angel. I'm waiting on the Lord. Right. He was in season with God. He got up and it was time to move. Once he realized and connected with this is where the Lord is moving the direction he's going right now. It's time. The appointed time has come for my deliverance. He got out of there. 
And like we talked about, he didn't stop at just getting outside the gate. He kept going to let his friends and his um, people that were believing for him know that he was safe. He told the testimony. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Um, as you prayed in the end of the previous podcast, Layla, which is absolutely the word of God. And then Peter went on to the next city because Jesus had already told him that when they persecute you in one city, you flee to the next one and you keep going until the Lord tells you to stop. Right. Yes. And all these things, he was in step and in alignment with the moving of the Holy Spirit. So I just want to encourage us, you know, our faith is never, I think. (laughs) I know. I think it should happen this way. I think it's supposed to go this way. This is what I want to do. Our faith is always connected with what the will of the Father is and what Holy Spirit's movement and action and direction is in the moment. Whether he's directing us through a ministering angel saying, hey, poke you in the side, get up. Or he's directing just through the peace of God that we're told to let it rule on the inside of us as a guiding force. We're to be in alignment with every phase of what the Holy Spirit's doing. And I can tell you, sometimes it's easier said than done, but you have to cultivate your understanding of what the the ways of the Father are and cultivate your ability to walk in it. You know, if you play baseball, the first time you hit a home run, it might feel like, man, I had to do so much to get this home run. But after you hit about 30 or 40 and you start becoming consistent, you're like, oh, just hold the bat and knock it out of here. And then it becomes easier for you or second nature. Okay, so we have to cultivate and develop our faith that it's second nature for us to be in faith and then move into patience and proceed to follow the the will and the unctioning, if you will, the guiding or the prompting of the Holy Spirit to go step by 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 step as many as it requires to get to the job being done according to the Father's satisfaction to the will of the Lord till he's satisfied with it. Amen. Anyone else? I promise still had something. Okay, I'm well, continue, I'm sir. sorry. I drove off without you. Sorry, baby. Go ahead. It's okay, mommy. <laughs> it didn't lower remind me that Peter didn't stop when he passed the first set of guards. He didn't stop to start dancing out of the face and say, see, I told you I'm going to be out of here. <laughs> and right. he didn't grab one of the swords and then try to take vengeance on himself. Mm-hmm. But he continued on with what the Lord had provided for him. Amen to that. Amen. You know, um, the Lord has said to me, when I'm at the helm of my body, (laughs) everything will be right. It'll be in its place and everything will get done. Just like when we walk in the love of God, it will delve out or disperse to everyone in every situation what's exactly right in the moment. So likewise, because these are God's things, Holy Spirit is always only going to do what's right in the moment. So when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you don't have room for hatred. You don't have room for trying to um, get revenge and trying to take vengeance on your own or get uh, vindication for yourself. There's no room for that. You're trailing. You're on the heels of the Holy Spirit and going on and producing and doing the work that he wants done. So Holy Spirit was like, hey, bro, come back here and tell them you're all right so that their faith will be strengthened and encouraged. They'll they'll know it's time to, you know, release that prayer, per se, and change gears to continued protection and then move on to the next area that I'm sending you to. But like you said, if he had stopped to do that and, you know, pointing their face and, you know, dancing their I'm out of here, ah, you know, um, try to boast or any of those kind of things, he probably would have been recaptured. The angel would have been like, oh, man, and stood right there looking at him getting beat up again. So just because our disobedience ties their hands. Okay. 
So he stayed in line with the Holy Spirit. And it's wonderful to be able to see it from a uh, third party, a third person viewing of what happened for Peter. And also to remember the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, loves us, and is working in our lives as well because we are believers. There's no partiality with God. He doesn't go, they're more important than you. Shh, I'm doing this for them, but not you. Because they came first. Uh, yeah, they, they owned a higher Amen. place. Oh. They, they wore togas and you got on <laughs> jeans. So sorry, I can't help you with that. No, he's the same good God who left the same word that he gave to them, but also we have the same salvation. We're partakers of faith with them, not through them. It's 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 through faith and and are the grace of God. But we are partakers with them and believing the same word that they had to believe. So he's the same good God. We have the same ministering spirits. You can find that in Hebrews uh, chapter one verse fourteen. The ministering spirits that are sent forth to minister for those who would be heirs of salvation. That's talking future tense. And here we are in the future. Hallelujah. Glory to Mm -hmm. God. And this will continue on until the Lord comes back. So whether you think your life looks like the Bible version or not, your God is still good. And he's still doing the same good things for you that he did for them. Amen. Well, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge, Lord, and that you give it to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you give it to us freely, Lord, and without strings attached or reproach, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for everything that you have done in our lives, Lord, and the greatest being that you have given us, your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.